Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you here today. And if you haven't done so already, don't hit, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That way you are up to date on the most recent self-love sit-downs episodes released every Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about something that I think most of us struggle with. I'm not going to say everybody because there's got to be somebody out there that doesn't. But I think most everybody Majority. struggles with is um, the fact of being so judgmental about other people, about yourself in particular. Um always putting yourself out in the situation where maybe you look at something you're like wow why did they buy that car why did they buy that house or why are they wearing that or why are they starting this business that's not going to take off we're always we're always really quick to create judgment but we don't know the backstory we don't know what's going on we don't know what's led them to make those choices that they've made to get to where they are and what their plan is on where they're going so that's what we're going to be talking about to you with you today is figuring out or giving you some advice and tips on how to be less judgmental This kind of stems from, I recently put a post up and asked people, what are you leaving behind in 2022? And some of the conversations that I was having with people were, I want to carry the judgment of others less. And it was a common theme, right? And so I think like hearing all of that, we all want that same thing, but yet we're all out here judging people. We yeah. all want to be judged less, but we're so judgmental. So I feel like this brings as a great topic to discuss. So we have some ideas for you. I will read them off and then we'll kind of talk about them. And as always, if one of these speaks to you or you have an idea around it, please feel free to message us. We love interacting with you guys and hearing your takeaways and hearing your point of view, because if it's something different than ours, let us share that. I think that's great. That's all we're really doing here is sharing our point of view. You know, we're going through life, looking through our lenses and you have a completely different lens and we're always open to hearing other people's opinions. So the first one, consider the whole person, not just the part of them that you're judging. So in the example of maybe somebody went out and bought this really expensive car Maybe you're looking at it going, wow, why did they spend so much money on a car? I think it's such a waste of money, you know, da, 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 da. And I, I'm going to be the first one to call myself out here because Armando and I have had this discussion. Actually, we live closer to a trailer park and this trailer park has been in town. It used to be kind of on the outskirts of town, but town has grown. Well, we pass it to get to our house and I've made the comment multiple times of, It's wild to me that there are these trailers that are literally falling apart in there and there are freaking Cadillacs parked outside. Brand new cars sitting in the driveway. Brand new, super like souped up, like top of the line. And here I am driving past it in my little Honda Civic, 
You know, and to me, I've always been like, that makes no freaking sense. But you know what? Who are we to judge that? That doesn't make them a bad person. That's just where they're choosing. That's their perceived value item. For me, cars is not it. So when considering judging somebody on something, you don't know where that stems from. Maybe they grew up really admiring people who had all these nice cars and they've finally gotten a job that they can afford it and that's what they worked for, right? So don't just pass judgment on somebody for that one decision. Consider it as a whole. I think that's really important to look at the bigger picture because there's usually always more than what we see. I'm sure you guys have all seen that kind of image on social media where it's like you see you're looking from the side at this like big hunk of ice. Like majority is underwater. It's a big iceberg. Iceberg. That's the word. I couldn't think of the word. Word. The majority of the iceberg is underwater and then you see just the top and usually at the top it says the hard work or the wind that you saw and then under the ice and water is all the work that you didn't see that went into it, right? We usually see such a fraction of things. Make sure that you're really giving that person the benefit of the doubt and not just judging them on one specific thing because you wouldn't want to be judged on one Thing. Yeah, I remember recently, uh, I well, it's been a long time ago, but it, as you were talking about the whole car situation and all that, I remember reading an article, and this was back in like 2008, 2009, when the recession really hit hard and a lot of people were struggling. I remember reading this article about uh, this family that um, were living life, their life was great, they had their house, they had their nice cars, um, it was husband and wife, uh, they had a couple daughters, and everything was great, and they were interviewing this this gal, and, and they, re- they wrote this article on that at the at the time of the recession, like the husband lost a job, like they really came into some financial crunch. They had to sell their house, um, they had to sell one of their cars, so they only had one car left, and they had, they were left going to food banks for food because that's how much they were struggling. Um, and they would roll up into the, the food bank in a brand new Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. But we see them rolling up to the food bank in a brand new Mercedes, but they're there because they financially can't afford to pay for their mortgage their their or their rent to f- clothe their kids to get all the necessities so they're going for assistance and the car's the only thing they have left over from all of that financial hardship that's such a good example so you have to think of situations like that whether those those may be one offs right but you just don't know what's going on where they are where they are financially you may see somebody driving a beater car and they may be the wealthiest person on your block you mm-hmm. just don't know. So just be mindful about those initial judgments that you make. The next one, remember that you're not always right. I think this is a really important one, except for me, of course. Oh, my gosh. He, he gave me such a quick, quick little whip of the neck and look at me. I had to re- remind him, you know, I'm still your wife. I'm always right. <laughs> uh, no, but we're not always right. You know, and I think that's a hard one because... You know, I'm sure you've all, I know I've done this. I felt like I was right with something and really was like, no, I am so sure of it. And then so quickly put back in my place of actually it's this. And I was so sure of myself. You know, nobody nobody knows everything. Nobody's right 100% of the time. So I think just keeping an open mind that maybe there's something you don't know and not passing judgment on people for that because... Ultimately, other people making decisions in their life 
typically doesn't affect us. I mean, in some situations, yes, if it's your family, if it's somebody close to you, if it's a friend, you know, those may have the ripple effect and end up touching you. But otherwise, does it really matter what decisions other people are making in their lives? No, it doesn't. And you may not know, again, kind of going back to what we just talked about, you may not know the full picture. Yeah, um, this is kind of a sidebar conversation. I, you, you, I made, you, I thought of it as you were talking about that nobody knows everything, and it's so interesting to me that you say that particular phrase because Logan and I, as I was prepping dinner tonight, actually, um, we were having this conversation about like uh, learning and learning new things, and we were talking about how nobody knows everything, even though somebody may be really, really smart and be really wealthy or whatever you consider to be really smart and know a lot, they don't know everything. And uh, the example that we, him and I were talking about is like, you know, we have all these electronics, all our, our phones, our laptops, computers, um, everything has a, a cap of how much memory can be held in that particular device. And I was like, and, and we were talking about, I was like, you know, our brains don't, our brains don't have a cap. There's no like, oh, you've reached your limit. You can't, you can't learn anymore. There's always something to learn as small or as big as it may be on a daily basis. There's always something to learn. Um, so that's kind of my side note that. I thought of as you were talking about that. And I think it's so important to understand that you should always be learning. I feel like when we stop learning, we like, that's not a good place to be. Literally, you're probably dead because even if you don't want to admit that you're learning, you're always learning Mm -hmm. and we should always be wanting to grow and take on new information to have better understanding of things. You know, I think of, I think of this, I love hearing about processes of things that I don't understand. I feel like I've used this example on the podcast before, but one of our friends started working for a delivery service like UPS FedEx, and I was asking the process and hearing how things work. I was like, that's how they do that. Okay. I'd always kind of like, I had obviously I hadn't spent tons of time wondering how they make it work, but it's so interesting to me because I couldn't easily just make sense of it in my head, how they kept things so organized. And it's because I don't have to know that that's not my profession, you know, just like a mechanic or a firefighter. There's so much that goes into not just like putting out a fire, but fire prevention and like so many different layers to things that now I know like the smallest glimpse because Armando does firefighting. But otherwise, I would have never known that there's so much out there that we have no idea about because it's just not in our in our close circle. And I just find that kind of stuff like as I've gotten older, I'm so fascinated by it. I want to hear how these things tick because it's so interesting to me how somebody out there created a system that makes our world work really smoothly in Mm -hmm. so many different areas. When you think of all the different professions, there's multiple ways to do things. And a lot of us have no idea it's even happening behind the scenes. You know, so that's it's, just, it's you can go, you can definitely go down a rabbit hole and such and like a rabbit think hole about these things. It's crazy. Like when you, when you think of the most, some of the most brilliant people in this world, I mean, you, when, when you think of somebody, you think of Albert Einstein, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he was the smartest at his, in his time, but how much stuff have we learned that he never got to learn now? I mean, mm-hmm. how much, how many, how much stuff now do kids learn in school that he never even thought or knew would be possible, right? Yeah. 
it just goes to show there's always something to learn. Whether you think there's nothing to learn or not, there's always something to learn. The smallest thing on a daily basis, you just have to look for it. Mm-hmm. You have to be, and be like, accepting of be, it. And be accepting and make an intention in the mornings. Be like, you know what? I'm going to try to learn something today. And that's something that I've tried to do with our kids on a daily basis. Like, what was something interesting that you learned today? What was something that, that brought you joy today? Because a lot of the times we go through these motions of life on a daily basis and we just kind of go through the go through the our day and we don't we don't, we're not consciously aware. So my kids know that when I pick them up from school, I'm going to be asking them this question to make them think, to make them tick, to make them kind of reflect on their day and be like, what did I laugh about? What did I enjoy today? What did I, what did I learn today? What did I find interesting? So ask yourself those questions. The next one, stop using yourself as an example for how others should behave or how others should go about their life or make decisions. Because a lot of times we want to, you know, we want to compare. We want to receive the same amount of whatever it is that you are giving, Mm -hmm. right? And you cannot expect that of other people and then pass judgment on them. Because even I just had this discussion with a client, your 100% looks different every day, right? Your capacity on different days is going to look different. Well, just as that goes, other people have that same that same situation with themselves. And maybe you're catching them on a down day. And again, comparison is the thief of joy. You cannot compare your story to somebody else's because there are chapters before you that you have no idea what their chapters look like. And so you're not comparing apples to apples, right? If you could be comparing your day 50 to their day 15, How is that fair? And you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. So I think just always keeping in mind, you can't expect people to show up to your level. And this, man, can I tell you, this one is actually really hard for me because of the expectations are one of the biggest things why people get their feelings hurt is uncommunicated expectations is my opinion on this. This is my personal opinion. There's nothing backing this. I'm just saying this out loud because I was recently thinking of this is that a lot of times we get our feelings hurt because of expectations that we had that we likely did not communicate Mm -hmm. to other people. But that's kind of a side tangent. But back to this is don't compare yourself. You can't expect that of other people. Just like you wouldn't want, say you know, somebody super famous to look at you and compare them to you, you'd be like, that's not fair. Yeah. I think, I think another, another a great way to look at it is like comparing work. Like you're not, you can't compare your work with somebody else's work. And when I think of this, and this is something that I've had to learn is um, when I ask my kids to do something around the house, for example, that oh I normally gosh. do. Um, it's, I, I've accepted that even though I explain to them how to do this particular job around the house, They'll do it, but they're going to do it to what their capacity is, to what mm-hmm. their hundred percent is, to what they think is the right way to do it. And when I look at it and I'm like, Ugh, I wouldn't have done it this way. I would have done it this way, or this is not to my expectation. This is what I want, how I would have wanted it. I, I can't, I don't do that anymore. I, I mm-hmm. really reeled it in to where the, when I ask them to do something, they're going to do it to their level, to what they think is the right way to do it. One, because maybe it's the first time they're doing it. And two, because maybe they're, they're not at a hundred percent. Maybe they're running, they're, they didn't sleep great. You know, there's so many different factors that are going to go into, into consideration when something needs to be done. Yeah. I think that's a perfect example. Honestly, I get the most cringe 
when I look and I'm like, oh, hey, you didn't do that. And they're like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, that's you doing it. It looks so bad, though. You know, but it's true. It's a lot of times it's there, you know, day one, five, whatever, compared to our day what of doing these household chores. And so we can't have that same expectation of them. And also, let's just be real. If for women, like we have an eye for certain things. So even if I give you a task and I tell you, hey, can you do this? It might look completely different, but that's to your... that happens all the time. (laughs) That's to your, you know, so not even with kids, even adults, I feel are, you know, a great example. We can't say things like, if that were me, or I would never do it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, they did it to the best of their abilities. And who are we to judge their best? Mm -hmm. You know? Okay, the next one. Step outside of your comfort zone by being around people who are different from you. The reason I think that this helps you be less judgmental is you see how much is out there. Diversity. Seeing there's so much more to the world. You know, this is where I really believe traveling is such a big thing because I feel like this was a really big shift for me. Being this little privileged white girl that had never been out of the United States and then going to Mexico and seeing how people are sweeping dirt floors and have these giant tubs on top of their houses for showers was very eye-opening to me. You know, going to Thailand and seeing how they live in literal, you know, stick huts that was very eye-opening to me. It was very, I, you know, you see it's those things. It is. It's so humbling. It's like, so I just think, you know, it's very easy for us to get very stuck in our world. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, we have our blinders on. We go through life. If it's not happening in front of us, it may not be happening, right? Because I'm a person, I don't really watch the news or anything. It's not good for my mental health. So I miss out on a lot of those things. But actually going and seeing, you know, and putting yourself in rooms with other people who live and think and, you know, go about their life differently than you do, I think it's very eye-opening and it opens your mind. And I think, again, that kind of hits back on all the things we've already kind of talked about is being open-minded. And I think putting yourself in rooms like that or in situations to have your beliefs challenged in a good way. I think that's so healthy mm-hmm. because it, it is, it's so eye opening. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually, I worked and I know Kelsey used the example of traveling and going outside the country and doing that. But if I know that takes some financial means, but if you're not able to, I, I, I used to work with a guy that he has, he had a really diverse background because his family was a, were foster parents. So he had, like a foster kids coming in and out of his house and he got to experience or see firsthand like what, what he calls now his brothers and sisters. Um, what, and he would hear like the life that they had before getting to where they are now. Like, why are they, why are they there? Why are they in foster care? And it's amazing to me. And he learned so much from that. It was crazy. And, and I believe that helped him, gave him the ability to have that more, more diverse background and have that more being more humble to the things that he was privileged to that other people, even your in your same town, don't have. Yeah. The next one is practice self-compassion. This one I can directly relate to myself and my fitness journey. 
I, when I was, when I was really struggling, I was overweight. I was very self-conscious, but I was also very judgmental of myself. I would look in the mirror and just pick myself apart. Before I really started to see a, you know, a note, like big noticeable transformation physically in my body, I really started to work more on my mind and how I spoke to myself and really paid closer attention. And when I started doing that, I I made a focus of complimenting other women, doing things like that, because that also made me feel good. It was wild to me how different I looked at the world. I was less worried about putting something out of my comfort zone on because I wasn't being so judgmental of myself. I wasn't being so judgmental of others. So practicing that compassion for yourself, really working on how you talk to yourself, how judgmental you are of you will absolutely affect how judgmental you are of other people. Because I do, I do believe, you know, here I was being the meanest to myself. Okay. Just saying all the hurtful things. So I thought, well, if I'm saying them, other people are saying them when they look at me. Exactly. Yep. And so working on that helped me be less judgmental of other people. It has helped so much. Now I find myself so often looking at a woman and being like, what can I compliment her on? Versus looking at a woman and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she wore that. Now I'll be like, hell yeah, you look great in that. You know, and I've, it's just, it's a completely different world. And it's so, man, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I remember hearing or reading one time that um, we don't, us as humans, we can't control that initial knee-jerk reaction first judgment. It just, it just happens. We just think it right away. But we do have control over the, the thoughts that we have after that first one, mm-hmm. right? So you may see somebody doing something, wearing something, uh, going somewhere, and your initial reaction is like negative towards it because that's just, that's just how you're going to react. But you do have control over the the thoughts and judgment that you have after that initial thought. And you can correct and be like, you know what? I was in the wrong. I didn't, I I wasn't thinking that through. This is what I think about it now. So Mm -hmm. just be aware of that, that if you are, if this is something that you need to work on, that you're something that you're working towards, that it's going to take some time. And then even though you're good at it, you're still going to have those, those initial first thoughts that you're not going to be able to control just because that's just the way that we are as humans, but you can control the thoughts after that. The next one, embrace the fact that people think differently than you. I feel like we've already kind of hit on this, but you know, the world would be so boring if we all acted the same, talked the same, thought the same, you know, so many ideas and inventions and, you know, beautiful things wouldn't have come into the world if we weren't different. You know, all of us are so unique in our own way and we should be that way. And so why are we being judgmental of other people for being their own unique self? You know, I always try to, this is something that I do feel like I've gotten pretty great at over the years is really putting myself in the shoes of somebody else. I always try to think of it from the other person's point of view. And that has been really eye-opening for me because we're always so quick to say like, well, these are my needs and just kind of forget about the other person and be judgmental of them, right? 
well, put yourself in their shoes, right? And how are they viewing things? And so I just think, you know, I mean, how plain and boring would it be if we all wore white t-shirts every day? There was no style. There was no nothing. There would be, the world would be so boring, Mm -hmm. you know? And so allowing other people to embrace their unique self, that's what you want to do. So, you know, try not to be judgmental of others for that. The last one is accept that people aren't perfect, yourself included. You know, I think it can be very easy for us to get frustrated with somebody else when they make a mistake or they do something wrong. I'm the queen of mistakes. And so I always try my hardest to give the grace to other people that I would want them to give to me. You know, nobody's perfect. And that expect expectation of perfection is exhausting. Nobody can live up to that. That's not good for our mental health. That's not good for anything. Right. And some, you know, there's blessings that have come from mistakes. You know, I think of tie dye, Mm -hmm. things like that, you know, like there's different things that have happened in the world that have actually brought us something beautiful. And it was at one point a mistake. And so not just for the mental health side of things, but for the grace that you would wish somebody would give to you when you make a mistake, understanding people aren't perfect and allowing them, them that space to not be perfect. And, you know, that allows us to look at it from a different light and be a little bit less judgmental. Yeah, I think that's a really good growth opportunity for all of us is to um, accept that we're not perfect and then understand that and accept that you've made a mistake. I think a lot of people have that struggle with that, that their way or the highway or it's all, they're always right. I think when you begin to accept that you're not always right, that you do make mistakes, that you are wrong. That's where growth happens, I believe. That's mm-hmm. where, that's where you become a better person overall, and you begin to see things differently because you're like, "Wow, I did mess up. How can I make this different? How can I do? How can I? How can I make this change different next time in the future if this does happen? Or what did I learn from this?" I think that's a huge opportunity that a lot of us miss when we don't accept that we've done something wrong, when we don't own take ownership for those mistakes that we've made. Yeah, I think of some of some of the lessons in life that I really needed to learn. I learned them because I made a mistake and I had to fix it. And I wouldn't have otherwise learned that mistake and had that growth. And I mean, who knows? I always think of, man, what mistakes did I make? And I was so upset about, but avoided a 10 times bigger mistake in the future. You know, I was recently talking with a friend and I actually kind of thought of this example. We were talking about debt and credit card debt. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, man, I got into credit card debt. And at the time it felt earth shattering, but you know what? Now I look at it and I'm like, that was actually probably the best time of my life I could have gotten into credit card debt. Cause one, I was young. I didn't have a lot of credit cards. I didn't have these huge limits. Two, I was able to fix it pretty young. And three, it taught me the lesson that I never wanted to be in that situation again and really forced me to be so great with finances going forward. And now I look at, you know, scaling wise as far as like income and debts and things like that at that time, if I would make that same mistake now, it would be a hole. And that would be terrible. That would be 
years and years and years worth of digging out, you know, so you have to kind of try to find that silver lining, you know, and say, what lessons from mistakes, from avoiding being perfect, did I potentially learn that saved me even more trouble or heartache or anything? You know, a lot of times we have to learn those lessons in a little bit of a harsh way, but hopefully and maybe much less harsh than it potentially could have been. Yeah, there's definitely always something to learn, something to learn from whatever, whether it's positive or it's negative, however you perceive it, there's always something to learn and always something to build off. So that is all we have for you today, guys. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, we thank you for joining us. And uh, don't forget to leave some comments. We love to see those. Uh, Tag us on social media that you've listened to this, your takeaways. And with that, we leave you. We will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.